Welcome back. Welcome in. This is Country Roads Confidential, and I am your host, Chris Anderson. No, it's not Mike. I, I know it may have sounded like that to start, but you may not know this. There's a, a, a little-known uh, clause in Mike's contract that states, anytime that he is on vacation, I am entitled to steal any of his idioms or bits and use them as my own. So that's what I'm doing here, opening things up for the Country Roads Confidential Podcast. It, it, it may sound different without Mike. It may sound different with my own recording. Uh, your ears are not deceiving you. This is going to be slightly different um, in part because these are busy times. There are recruiting camps going on. There are official visit weekends going on. Uh, it is summer is end of school. My kids have 18 end of year school year parties going on somehow. I have the most important nine-year-old Little League playoff game this side of the Mississippi on a Friday evening. So getting into my office and sitting down in front of proper podcast equipment is going to be a little more difficult than usual. And with me driving here safely, this is a hands-free conversation just me talking to myself, but recording it, almost like, uh, what's his name, Shatner over on Star Trek, Captain's Log uh, kind of thing. thought this would be an efficient way to use my time driving and produce some content while we're at it, because uh, the more I got to thinking about it, the more I wanted to talk a little bit more about yesterday's first recruiting camp of the summer. Um, what really got me there and what, what I wanted to share was the first five minutes of the day. The first five minutes of the first camp. Um, pretty pretty darn interesting. I, like it's kind of wild what all happened in just those few minutes. You know, sometimes just, just arriving there can be uneventful. You just get there and you go in and I usually get there early enough that registration is happening or hasn't even started yet. And, no one's there and nothing's going on. I'm kind of just hanging out. Uh, I, I got there early. It was before registration, but my stuff was happening. And I, I, I thought I'd kind of recap for you all what happened, give you a little insight as, as to what goes on there. Um, so first, as I am pulling in to the parking lot, literally pulling into the parking lot next to the indoor practice facility, next to the Buscar Center, um, I haven't even gotten to my parking spot yet. And as I'm going in, I see offensive line coach Matt Moore and a couple other staffers getting ready to cross the street. So being the responsible driver that I am, I stop, wait for them to walk, and I look over to my left, and there are two dudes. I'm going to borrow a phrase from uh, former defensive coordinator Tony Gibson, who used to say, there are guys and there are dudes. Um, this is whatever the man version of dude is because these dudes, uh, I mean, I, I couldn't believe what I had seen. Like, they're just uh, sleeveless shirts, muscles, huge muscles, completely in shape. Uh, both of them, you know, they're not sick. Like, first off the bus, but not the 6'7 type, not the 6'7, 300 first off the bus. More like the 6'1, 220. That guy has lived in the weight room type. And there were two of them, and they were twins. And I see them, 
and it just it's just a, I'm trying to figure out who they are and all I see is a shirt that says station I'll tell you who they are in a second but I I'm just stunned and I'm like man it's been it's been a year since I've been at camp is have I forgotten what these guys look like is this what recruits look like nowadays is this normal is this what everybody's gonna look like today uh, the answer is no it just so happens that the first the very first two people that I saw other than Matt Moore uh, were absolute studs. Two of the guys, to top recruits in the state of Kentucky, two of the top recruits, maybe in the state, uh, whole Midwest, if you're going to call Kentucky the Midwest, uh, in twins Javon and Devon Frazier uh, out of, and this is where the, word, the t-shirt station comes from, Bryant Station, Kentucky. Um, they not only looked the part, they later backed that up with their play at camp. They tested very well. Um, they did well in one-on-ones. They worked out with the defensive line. They worked out as a bandit. They worked out as a traditional like linebacker, like a Mike linebacker. Um, they uh, did one-on-one competitions against the best offensive tackles as edge rushers. Uh, one of the brothers uh, actually slid inside and did some interior uh, rushing work uh, against some of the better uh, centers and guards. Then they went up to the indoor practice facility and did cat and mouse drills one-on-ones with the running backs and they were able to kind of you know it's you're one-on-one in space and and up against the sideline and you two-hand touching to tack quote tackle them and they won all of those reps that i saw too so between the two of them i think they won 90 percent of their reps at like five different positions on the field again against the best competition that west virginia could throw at them with for the most part a a front row seat audience of head coach neil brown um I know I told this story over on our message board, but at one point during the offensive line and defensive line drills, uh, Neil Brown shows up. He's on his golf cart, and at that point, you know, the assistant coaches see him. Uh, George, uh, Andrew Jackson, A.J. Jackson, the defensive line coach sees him. Matt Moore sees him. They, they say, all right, good on good time. They start putting their best players, skipping line uh, to put the best players up that, that Neil Brown wants to see. And they put the Frazier brothers up multiple times in front of Neil Brown there and over linebacker with Jeff Coons and Jordan Leslie, and they won almost every single rep. Um, so that is, uh, I'm sorry, see, I, like I told you, I'm doing this while I'm driving, so I, I am changing lanes, switching a uh, pass here, but they, uh, they dominated, and so they backed up that kind of first off the bus look with, with some solid play. And I think they're going to continue to be targets for West Virginia moving forward. They already have offers. I think the only question mark is which of those positions are they going to play? Um, uh, they both were kind of around the five-second mark and the 40-yard dash. Uh, is that fast enough to play linebacker? Eh, it might not be. Are they big enough to play as like a down lineman? Can they be bandits? Because that five seconds is deceiving. Uh I think if you kind of, if if the if it were available and I don't believe it is they, they did have the catapults on the the little sports bra looking things that tracks their movement um, so the coaching staff probably has this information I do not um, but hey, what were those the, the ten second splits on that because they looked like they covered a lot of ground they looked faster than five seconds in the forty yard dash um, but you know, which position are they going to play at the next level can they can they fill out what is their frame like. Uh, how does it match up with their with their uh, wingspan? That might indicate that hey, they're going to grow some more. Hey, you know they could possibly grow into um, 
a, a defensive lineman. Is that possible? Um, that's where the coaching staffs and their projections and their their experience doing all of that is going to come into play. But again, found it interesting that, that those two guys, two of the most interesting prospects on campus, were the very first two players that I run into um, or the, that I see. Anyway, so after I am done gawking at these two, uh, I am able to pull up and go around and park in a parking spot. Again, I'm there early before registration is even open, so I'm taking my time, get out of my car, go around the passenger side, and not really kind of paying attention to what's going on around me, and get my camera ready, get my notepad ready, uh, start sunscreening up. You know, it's going to be out there for five or six hours, and as I'm sunscreening, uh, behind me, I, I hear a door open, and I hear a very polite young man say, excuse me, sir, excuse me, uh, I just need to get out here. And I hadn't even noticed that I was blocking him in. I'm just standing there taking my sweet time sunscreening myself. And this young man needed to get out of the car. Wait, man, that's what kind of a boring story? Is that the end of the story? No, it's not. This young man is getting out of the car at that exact moment for a reason. He's getting out of the car because he sees West Virginia wide receivers coach Bilal Marshall walking across the parking lot. And this young man is Tashi Braceful from Southfield, Michigan. He is getting out of the car and his father's getting out of the car to go greet uh, Coach Marshall and introduce themselves because I believe this was the first time that they had met in person. And uh, Braceful was one of the camp's top performers. He already has a West Virginia offer. Uh, he is a high three-star on 24-7 sports uh, player rankings. So again, now the third guy I've seen is just happens to be one of the top players and that's why if you go back and look at the photo gallery that I, I put up on the website on Thursday uh, one of the pictures you're gonna see is in the parking lot because literally you know 30 seconds after I do my whole sunscreen ordeal in the parking lot and parked there's uh, Bilal Marshall talking to one of the top recruits in attendance and I snapped a quick photo so all right we're about three minutes in I guess at this point to me arriving on campus uh, now I start walking around to the tunnel to get ready to go over to the field when I see and uh, uh, Will Aldrich who's helping out the site this month and before I can even really get to talking to him a certain staffer yells over I will they will remain remain nameless because um, they just verbally accosted me uh, asking me if I was there to hide in the bushes for the big official visit weekend. And I just, I'm just appalled. Like, just feel attacked. Um, you know, I, I, it's, it's, I think we all know, everybody that listens to this podcast, I'm not the guy that hides in the bushes. That's Mike. And I know I said when he's out of town, I get to steal his bits and I get to steal his idioms. But I, I'm not stealing the hiding in the bushes with the binoculars bit. I, I'll leave that to Mike. Um, from uh, from here on, and, and he can keep it. That's his. That's an exclusive, just to Mike. Uh, but uh, man, first camp of the uh, of the summer, back. You see three top recruits right off the bat. Get some inside scoop, and you get verbally accosted by by a member of the staff. That's that is a great way to kick off summer camp season at West Virginia University. Um, I bring up the 
Stafford's comments as a joke. Like, it's obviously a joke. I had a good time with it. I got to laugh. I may have said something back. Um, it, I'm sure it was witty, but I forgot it already. Um, but the reason I'm really bringing that up is because it is a huge visit weekend. It is a huge, huge official visit weekend for West Virginia University. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. All right, welcome back. Let's get to talking about uh, the first weekend of official visits or really the, the new approach to official visits for this summer. Um, for those listening, this is not going to be everything, let's say, about uh, the guys coming to campus this weekend. I'm not going to sit here and list off all the players. By the way, that number is up to 14, 15 right now. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple if you want the rest of that information, the rest of my thoughts on all of those guys, uh, the chances of West Virginia picking them up, chances of who might commit on the visit or later, or who who might be waiting uh, for a couple more weekends, or who West Virginia might get the second weekend, um, go check out the website. Uh, that's going to be behind the paywall. That's going to be on VIP. But the good news is, for our summer special, we are doing 60% off VIP right now. So... There's there's no no excuse not to get over there and check that out. That that is like four dollars a month, if that, uh, to to get all of the inside scoop, the the best West Virginia coverage, the most West Virginia coverage, the largest Mountaineer message board out there, and <laughs> new feature that just went up, and I didn't even know it was in development. Uh, um, uh, I don't want to say it sounds great because it that might seem like I'm tooting my own horn or mine and Mike's horn here. But there's now a feature where if you're just there for the information, if you're there just for the coverage of WVU and not so much the banter, there is now a switch on our message board that you can hit that will turn off all posts from everyone else and you can just read the posts in each thread by Mike and I or or any other staffer on the 24-7 Sports Network. Um, that is... <laughs> I, again, didn't even know that was in development, but there it is. It's It's been uh, put into play, and people are already using it. So uh, come on over, check us out. It's on the front page, earsports.com, E-E-R sports.com, with the sign-up link for 60% off. No no code needed. Just go sign up and take advantage of it. Um, a little sneak preview, I guess, of that, of what the VIP coverage is. Again, uh, 15, 14, 15 official visitors at least set scheduled for this weekend. Um, I think now that we're getting to Thursday, uh, which is when I'm recording this, it should be pretty much set in stone. There are some tweaks every once in a while. Maybe you sneak a guy in that gone under the radar. Maybe somebody changes their mind, but it should be pretty much set in stone. And if you're looking at it and you're saying, wow, this is bigger than past week, past years, you are right. I think talent-wise, like, the, the, the rankings of these players is similar. West, this coach staff has had zero issue getting top talent to come visit campus. None. Absolutely none at all. They can get the big guys on campus. That is for certain. Um, what's different this year around is the quantity that is coming in each of these first two weekends. Uh, again, 14 to 15 this weekend. I think right now, off the top of my head, again, driving, don't have it right in front of me, but probably in the same range, probably in that 10 to 15 range. Um, and there is a reason for that. Um, since June official visits became a thing, the move has been under Neil Brown 
for three official visit weekends. The first weekend, the second weekend, nothing on Father's Day weekend. They have made that a thing. No official visits on the weekend of Father's Day. And then one more official visit weekend the last weekend. And it's typically like, you know, seven or eight, seven or eight, and seven or eight. Like pretty evenly split between the three weekends. Um, that is changing this year. And there's a reason behind it. And I think there are good reasons. Again, the coaches have done the research on it. They can spit out all the facts of all the different recruiting things about distance and and transfer odds and whether to go for a player at this position in the transfer portal or high school and how often those players work out. They're smart people. They got it all figured out. And obviously there's a reason behind this. And there are several of why they're making this change. And part of that is because the days of the 20 to 25 high school recruiting class are done. It's over. You know, we're getting back to the 25 man limit, and you're just not going to see that many high schoolers in class. I imagine you're going to see somewhere around 15. So, if you can, and right now West Virginia has three, if you can, in these first two weekends, you know, you're going to host, you know, right now, what, 25 or so players? the first two weekends, if you can get eight to ten of those, first, that'd be a heck of a haul. That'd be that'd be a great, great return. Uh, I think everybody would be very happy with that in Morgantown. You have then set yourself up so that you have, what, like three or four spots left in high school, and it is clear, it is definitive what positions you need moving forward. It might even be clear and definitive of who those players are that would sit atop those boards for those positions. So taking this, you know, early and often or however, whatever you want to phrase this, kind of shock and awe in the first two weekends approach is going to, one, it can, it can build some momentum. Two, it's going to make the picture very clear moving forward, and you can get hyper-focused on a certain couple of guys or a certain couple of positions moving forward. So I'm not entirely ruling out official visits the last weekend of June. Neither is the coaching staff. But right now, there are zero schedule. None. None. None at all. Um, and, again, that could change. If, like, if Joe Stud five-star recruit it contacts the coaching staff and says, hey, I'd like to visit, but I can't come until the 23rd, 24th. Guess who's coming on the 23rd or the 24th? So don't rule it out. But the focus is on these first two weekends right now, and then there's going to be kind of a reevaluation of what they added out of those two classes. Maybe guys that, that went public with a commitment or a silent commitment, or maybe guys that just, you know, they, they're like, I think we feel pretty good about this one. Maybe let's you know, wait them out and see what happens over the next couple months and see if we can get them to commit. Um, that really helps clear up the picture. And it's got all kicks off with this weekend. Again, I think I have 14 players on my official visitor list, might be 15. Um, let's talk about two right now. Uh, one that's been on that list forever and one that just got on the, vi- the list like 48 hours ago. First, being the forever guy. That's the guy that I think you all know if you're listening to this and you follow recruiting in any way. And that's quarterback Samaj Jones uh, out of Philadelphia. He has been to campus uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, who knows how many times. Um, he is current teammates and former teammate, you know, 
with, or with players who are committed, with players who are in the program. Uh, he could not be more intimately familiar with the school, with the campus. He has seen it all. Um, so, you know, is there something he's going to see during this official visit that he hasn't seen before? Probably not. But coming in with all these recruits, being able to spend time with the, uh, with more time, even more time with the coaches, even more time with the players, and getting the, the school to be able to kind of show him the love uh, uh, that you can on an official, that you can't on an unofficial, uh, you know, could help kind of solidify things and maybe secure his commitment before the weekend is even over. And I think that is what West Virginia's goal is because Jones has been and still is the number one quarterback target for West Virginia. Um, when West Virginia made the coaching change at offensive coordinator, when Graham Harrell went to Purdue, and when West Virginia moved Sean Reagan back to quarterback's coach and made Chad Scott offensive coordinator, there was were some some kind of tweaks, some changes in guys that they targeted at, at, at the quarterback spot. And like a guy like Marcos Davila, who out of Texas, he was a big Graham Harrell guy. He, he was a big target and he visited and he was thinking about you know maybe another visit was still talking to West Virginia even though he committed to TCU and then when Harold left for Purdue uh, he decommitted from TCU and committed to Purdue um, so you know but West Virginia never talked to him after Harold left that was it um, that same went for some other guys as well and and some con- some contact with a, a few others kind of just dropped off went by the wayside but one that stayed as strong or maybe got stronger was Samaj Jones. He was the one constant at the quarterback position between the coaching changes at that position and at offensive coordinator. So and during my visit to camp the other day, uh, conversations with Capital P people further reaffirmed that it's still him. Like nothing's changed on that front. So he is still a top targeted quarterback. He will be on campus this weekend. And, and you know, I, I think that the, the the people who are making these decisions would love nothing more than for him to go ahead and make a commitment while he's in town. Uh, again, that would be a big boost. Everybody loves it when a quarterback commits. Recruits love it when a quarterback commits. Uh, when a top level recruit commit quarterback commits like that, it helps the whole class. So I think West Virginia will push hard for him this weekend. Now let's go to the new guy, the fresh blood on the on the visitor list. Uh, it it kind of came out of nowhere. Like anybody who says he didn't, you, you're lying. Because 72 hours ago, he didn't even have a West Virginia offer. Uh, so that's, you, you know, there's no way you're predicting that. But he picked up an offer very, very, very late on May, was that, 30th, 31st, May 30th? Um, this week and then the very next day day after that he talked with the coaching staff and set up an official visit for this weekend so the same week that he got a West Virginia offer he is coming to town for an official visit now that doesn't happen very often with high school recruits sometimes it it happens a lot with transfers happens a lot with junior college guys but I can say that Totally, just off the top of my head, but speaking from experience of all the times that it's happened, there is a high, uh, a higher percentage of those players committing on said visit when they get an offer and immediately set up a visit that same week. It is a high. It is more. 
more often than other visitors, those guys are going to be the ones that are, they're 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 expediting this process for a reason. It, you know, it's he thought this through, and there is a reason he wants to get on campus now. There is a reason the coaches want him or will allow him, want him, however you want to phrase it, to be on campus now. So keep an eye on that one as well. Um, I guess it would help if I say his name. Not See, this is what happens when I'm paying attention to my driving. Uh, Israel Boyce. He goes by Jake. Uh, goes uh, Israel Jake Boyce. Um, I think he's listed in our database as Jacob. Um, but cornerback out of Georgia. Um, again, very late either Monday or Tuesday, Monday night, I believe, Tuesday night, Monday night, Tuesday morning, picked up an offer from West Virginia. By Wednesday morning, he had already set up an official visit, and he'll be in town on Friday. Um, that is, you know, with the heaviest wink-wink I can give you over the podcast here, uh, that is something to keep an eye on because, again, that when that happens, that tends to be something to to uh, to watch on the old commitment front. Um, yeah, I mean the fact that I just talked about that recruit for like five minutes without ever actually saying his name out loud tells me that maybe it's time to wrap up this podcast. Maybe I should continue to be more focused on the road than trying an impromptu podcast via my phone while driving. Again, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the 60% off VIP package going on right now at earsports.com. Check that out. Um, we're going to have camp coverage again next week. Will's going to be there on Monday. I don't think I am, but Will's going to be there. And then we got a camp the following week. And then three more camps the week after that, as well as official visit weekend coverage from this past weekend. We're still keeping tabs on potential late ads in basketball. Um, still going on, still fighting. Uh, still trying to complete this roster above and beyond the 13 scholarship limit. Um, things could get interesting in the next few weeks. Uh, it, it, again, it is summer months, and it is not the dog days of summer. It is a very, very, very busy time in West Virginia University Athletics. So be sure to come check it out and see everything we have to offer with our coverage from football recruiting, basketball recruiting, team stuff, Baseball. Will is going to be providing baseball coverage as well, so be sure to check that out as the Mountaineers go to the regional in Lexington, sleeping in freshman dorms that I think look smaller than my closet. Um, so be sure to, cut, to stick around, check all that coverage out, and thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.